Com and I Am Virtue, being joined by the man himself, the infamous, the Mr. Wheelin' and Dealin' all over the internet, collectible merchandise, Big Vito LaGrasso. What's up, man? What's going on? It's VSS Vito's Selectable Souvenirs. Buy with finesse from VSS. The B-I-G-V from the L-O-G coming to you live, baby, live. We got swag tonight, kids. We got swag. We got plenty to talk about. I'm super excited. I'm super tired. I've been going since 7, got in the gym, did my Pilates, did my water aerobics, got my tanning in. Then I was on the road. Actually, people, you want to know the coolest thing about today? I actually delivered merchandise to somebody's home. Now, what other professional wrestler would go in his car, take a 40-minute ride, and deliver merchandise to somebody's home? That's what I mean with VSS. We buy with success. We do it with finesse. You're dealing with the best. All right. Go ahead. Let's rock and roll. I know you've got a whole a whole lineup for oh, yeah. us to talk about. First of all, I'm gonna we're gonna get the NFL scores out of the way. The Seahawks beat the Jets 40 to 3. I kind of like I was hoping it would be different, but I kind of expected that. Go ahead. Brady got a win. They beat the Vikings. The Buccaneers. How, how close was the game? Eight, 26 to 14. Really? Eight points. Wow. Chiefs beat the Dolphins. That was expected. Who was quarterbacking? Tua or Fitzpatrick? Tua. Yeah, he that's two games in a row he's been quarterbacking. So that's that's another loss for Tua, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, let's see. Tonight it's the Steelers and the Bills. That'll be a good game. That should be a good game. Uh, Cowboys beat the Bengals. Come on. No. Thirty to seven. But you got to remember, Burrow's out injured, so the Bengals don't even care right now. All right. Let, let's give the Cowboys a break. They, they, they were projected to be in the Super Bowl, right? Their well, whole. Their whole season just was in turmoil. Give they could have been in the Super Bowl. I don't think everybody projected them to be. But no, I, I, but for the team they had and for everybody that they had and for the way – remember, this kid was playing for a contract, right? So he was gunning to win. The Elliott got hurt. The quarterback got hurt. The front line, the offensive line got hurt. I mean, guys, that's a lot. The Packers won, beat the Lions. Now, so how did Rodgers do? He did his normal. He had like three total hundred yards. Yep, three, three total touchdowns. touchdowns. He's on my one fantasy team, and my that team is cooking. I, I'm loving watching the scores for that for that league that I have. Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. Okay, go ahead. The Washington football team beat the 49ers, who decimated with injuries. No, but the Giants lost, so I believe that puts the Redskins Redskins uh, in the, first the Washington place. football team in first place. I cannot believe this. You want to know what's screwed up about the whole and, thing? And Alex Smith, I believe, left with a calf injury. I don't know how serious it is. All right. You want to know how screwed up this is, right? The Giants weren't first. The Eagles were. The Eagles weren't. No. The Eagles weren't first. The Giants weren't first. Dallas was tied for first. Washington was first. Yeah. Watch the Eagles win this on a fluke. And they won. The Eagles did win today, so they're hanging in there. They're, it's got to be like a, a half a game spread because of that tie. Let's see. Let me go to standings really quick here. NFC East. 
Um, actually, the Eagles are only three, eight, and one. They're in last, but they're only a half a game back. That's what because, I. That's what so I mean. It's like anybody in that division still has a chance. Six, <laughs> so six wins brings you a championship. Oh yeah, six that's wins. really all that there was. My Broncos won. Drew Lock looked good today. They're still a work in progress. They they need some help. John Elway better get some draft some people, trade for some people. They need help. They had some injuries this year too, though. So all right, let's go to baseball. Did you see the Mets sign McCann? No, uh, McCann as in catcher. The catcher. No, I did not see that. He signed. Now they're looking to sign Springer, then Bauer. Springer's awesome, dude. I, I like wherever he goes. That's the only reason why I like the Astros. Wherever Springer goes will be my team. I've always been that way in baseball. I've never, even though I'm Cleveland, Cleveland Indians, I've, I used to be a big Barry Bonds. I still am a Barry Bonds fan. So I like the Pirates and I like the Giants, right? right? He just awed me. He was so awesome. So that's kind of how I am for baseball. When I get a favorite player, I usually just like that team for that favorite player's purpose. I have a feeling the Mets are going to make a splash and trade for Lindor and stick him at short. They will be solid up the middle. So if that's your team, Vito, and they sign Springer, that's my team too. Oh, I'm telling you, join up. We got room. We got okay. room. Let's okay. turn to basketball for a second. Now, it's starting up again soon. Did you see the Knicks won their preseason opener? Well, yeah, and I see. You know, I, I take preseason with a grain of salt, but it's still encouraging because a win's a win, whether it's preseason. A win or not. is a win. They played different. They played with some hustle. The defense was there. They guarded the three, and it was a well-balanced attack. Tip they might have something there. I yeah, think they can win. Did you see LaMelo balls? I caught no points, 10 rebounds, four turnovers. Yeah, that, that happens. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, ba basketball, like the, the night the opening season starts, we'll be talking about it weekly. Um, when those stats actually count then basketball will be back on my docket. So We have somebody in the chat. Raise is sharp. Let's go, Knicks. Oh, they, yeah. All, yeah. And, Vito, all I want, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, I just want them to get back into the playoffs consistently. Yes. I mean, I will talk about, you know, building a dynasty and a championship-type team there, but I just want them to get back to competitive nature. I want the garden and playoff season again. Because there's nothing more magical than that. Did you see Carmelo Anthony busted out for 21 in his preseason opener? He's dude, he's Carmelo. He he always finds a way to put the ball in the basket. Now I'm telling, but the Lakers, the Lakers one would playing the young guys, the other, the other, the new guys. I saw an air ball from Greek Freak. Yeah. Took dribbled the ball down the you know all the way across the court and popped it from the top of the arc and airballed it. And then uh, um, what do you call? Uh, Paul George signed a max contract. No way. He's, he's not a max. They, oh, and then he's like, he's like, I got my new or my old personal trainer back. So my D is gonna I'm gonna be top defender again. Now nah, that's what that's okay. what he said. Yeah. That's right. The Knicks do have good coaching. That's it. All right. Did we cover all sports? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when basketball starts up and the NFL playoffs soon, we'll definitely have a lot the of rumor about. has it Mike Tyson will fight Lennox Lewis. I don't care who he fights. I just want it to be – I want to watch another fight. But I. But whoever it is, I don't want to see him take it easy on him. You want to – I think Lennis Lewis is a revenge boxing match 
That'll happen. I think he's going to knock his head off because he's coming in shape. He's coming in with his head, and I think it's going to be good. As long as Tyson wins, it's good. Jump on the chat, guys. Jump on the chat. Join us. We got plenty to talk about, and here Dude, we go, Virtue. Time for wrestling, and you brought this wrestling. topic up, so we'll get it out of the way. You showed me a clip um, of the re reuniting uh, Kenny Omega and Carl Anderson, Machine Gun, whatever he's called. Right. And um, I watched it, and there's reasons why when we talk about uh, – over on No DQ, when we do the review and, and AEW or Impact is our, our thumbnail, our headline, our main topics of the week, we can't even crack 2,000 views a week. But as soon as we bring WWE into the picture – Talk about Roman Reigns, yada, yada, yada. Boom, the views are right back up. Not where they were when you were on the show. But what I'm saying is I don't pay attention to these things from Impact and, and AEW all the time. Like, you had to show me that. So now, tell me about it. I watched it, and I'll give you my thoughts, but I got to hear yours first. All right. Guys, I went to do I, – I, I, went, I went out today – and I delivered merchandise. I dressed like a champ, looked like a million bucks, felt like a million bucks, you know. And I had, I was bells and whistles. When you carry yourself like that, like you're a champion, with or without the belt, people know you have a presence, okay? I am on top of Kenny Omega so hard because this guy for years... Yes, I want everybody to let all the stooges at AEW. I hope you're listening. I hope you go tell Tony Khan and go rub Cody's balls. I really don't care. This guy was proclaiming to be the greatest wrestler of our generation. Granted, he was good in Japan, overseas in AAA. Okay. The WWE did not want any part of him because they said he sucked. He had no it factor. He doesn't have the charisma. He doesn't have he doesn't have that ECW big Vito Scovon crush swag. Okay. He's on impact and he's supposed to stand head and shoulders above Don Callis and Carl Anderson. Now I don't have anything against Carl Anderson, and I don't have anything against Don Callis. Okay. This is not against them. But when you're talking about the old times when you guys were together and Don Callis is talking about the times, you know, brother, brother, throwing out the brothers because he's having By the way, you know, who was in the middle of the shot? It was always I'm Don getting Callis. There. I'm getting it. And they're sitting in a slouch. He did listen to last week's podcast. He put a suit jacket on. Okay. Sitting in a slouch. It was Kenny Omega. When you are the heavyweight champ, you're supposed to be head and shoulders above everybody else. This is what I'm talking about with presence. You command respect. You don't sit there like a little ball. You don't look like you in that picture, in that tape, you look like the smallest guy in the room. I'm telling you, it, it is terrible. We just shot the reference up there. Okay, so guys, you want to go check it out. But he doesn't have a heavyweight champion presence. Everybody knocked Jinder Mahal. Everybody remembers Jinder Mahal, right? I was supporting that, though, by the way. Okay. 
He might not have been ready to be a heavyweight champion, but he worked his way up, changed his body. When it came time for him to be what to be the champ, he looked like a champ. He command commended himself and acted like a champ. He didn't take a back seat to his goons. He didn't take a back seat to anybody. You knew he was in the room and he was the champ. Kenny Omega has yet to establish himself on any interview that he is the champ. He's representing AEW and he is the man. He looks like the middle person. He has no oomph. He has no charisma. He doesn't have the if factor. People said John Moxley doesn't wear a suit, but John Moxley had the it factor. You knew he was there. You knew he commanded respect. I got to say this, and I hope all you stooges, and I hope you all watch this. Kenny Omega, what the fuck are you doing with this opportunity? Because you look like the fucking shits. Now, what I noticed from there, when you were, what title did you carry? Did you carry around with you in public, or did you not do that? You did that, didn't you? Not in public. Anytime okay. I went to the arena. But, yeah, when you're around the wrestling event, you did, right? Right. But these guys were talking about taking it into Big Boy um, or whatever restaurant they went to, taking you their got, title belts and putting them on the table as they were drinking coffee and eating food. Yeah, it doesn't – it does not make sense. You don't, When you sit there like the average Joe, you know, Ric Flair was probably the most charismatic and most, you know, illustrious champion we have, right? When he came – in the room, he had the look, he had the suit, he had the talk, he had the hair. You knew he was Ric Flair, heavyweight champion. Does Kenny Omega look like a heavyweight champion? Don Callis getting there. Yeah, brother, we're gonna get we're gonna get ready to have a party. Yeah, we're gonna get the drinks on. We're You're happy to be there, Don Callis. Congratulations. You're bringing down your own product. By acting like somebody's like you act, you are acting like a stooge. And when you're sitting there, brother, brother, brothering, you're supposed to be a spokesperson. You're supposed to be the liaison. You're supposed to be the Paul Heyman to the Brock Lesnar. What the fuck are you doing, Don Callis? What about Stop Tony? I don't know what what you're booking. I swear to God, I, I had a lot of respect for you. I know you're bringing your stuff up. But between AEW and, and, and Tony Khan letting this fucking Mark shit go on TV and then going on Impact and acting like a bunch of fucking goofballs, you're ruining the wrestling business. I gave you guys props last week when I said you brought Sting on and Sting lifted the level. He moved the needle to where you almost had a million viewers. Not because of Kenny Omega, but because of Sting. Yep. And it's funny. It's interesting how they did this whole Omega, Don Callis, give him the title angle right around the same time that Sting brought in. We know Sting is the reason why the numbers jumped. Not because of Kenny Omega being the champion and doing this. Not. But they paired it up together to maybe fool some of the naive people thinking, oh, Kenny Omega, numbers are going up. Oh, Tony nope. Khan, by the way. Dude, you're supposed to be a billionaire executive. Dude, now his dad dresses sharp in a suit with the mustache and, you know. But when I see Tony Khan wearing the, the shirts with his skinny little arms and he has to do this, 
to push his biceps up to make him look bigger. Dude, I'm like, seriously, come on. Guys in the no DQ, if you're watching this, please, I want you to I want you to tweet out to AEW. Big Vito says, okay? Because this is disgusting. This is not what wrestling is. When you have champ, you know, when I was champion, hardcore champion, I walked out, I had the belt on. You knew I was in the house. I was Big Vito. I was coming to kick your ass. I was coming to defend the belt. That belt didn't come off around my waist until I took it off. If anybody watched my matches. When Johnny the Bull and I were tag team champions, you knew we were the champs. We walked out. We had charisma. We had the vignettes. We were funny. But you knew we were two kick-ass son of a bitches. Right? Yep. People were, at, promo, people were asking about the Mama Luke's on Facebook a week or two ago. You yeah. never replied, though, but that's okay. But you know but what? You're a busy guy. Me and Johnny the Bull would have come back today. We could be tag team champions in either the WWE or AEW for sure. Yeah. Especially WWE. <laughs> Their tags, tags suck. Guys, this, I, I don't know what, what they're doing. Kenny Omega... You waited all these years to be the man. You finally are the man. Act like it. Because you're looking like a drool and you're looking like a bottom feeder. Prop yourself up. Look strong. Look like a champion. Look like the middle guy in a, in a, in a barn. Don't look like the, the littlest chicken in a chicken hen. It's, it sucks. I'm telling you, it sucks. Have Tony Khan buy you a real suit, not a friggin' off-the-rack friggin' a sport jacket. He's a here, brother. Take this. This is one of my originals. I God, notice a man. lot of sloppy dressing in AEW. I just can't. Hero comes out in pajamas. I mean. I, Guys, it's terrible. It's terrible. You know? All right, next subject. Get ready. Okay. Get We're ready going to, to WWE. Out. We'll talk some WWE now. So the rumor is, of course. Rumor. It's through the dirt sheet, so it's pretty substantial here that this has probably happened or is happening, that the main roster wrestlers, a couple of them, a handful of them, particularly the bigger guys, such as Otis, Keith Lee, are getting sent back to the PC a couple days a week for additional training, which I believe is being led by Adam Pierce and somebody else. I don't even know who. Uh, the fact that they're already on the main roster and Vince McMahon and his little aura, I don't know if it's Bruce Pritchard, are deeming, hey, you guys aren't ready to do this and, and having this additional training happen. What is the disconnect, Vito, between Triple H and NXT and Vince in the main roster that they can't be ready when they're already called up? Guys, I've been saying this since day one. You can't have trainers and teachers who have not been in the WWE and on the main roster, been at the championship level, or been in WCW and been on the championship level, or been on that platform and be trainers. You cannot do it. What are you teaching them? What is Adam Pierce going to teach these guys when Adam Pierce couldn't cut it in TNA? WCW and the WWE. Now, what is he going to teach them? To be fair, some people think that Keith Lee 
should be a big-time champion and looks good, fans. And it's Vince McMahon who's lost touch is the one sending him back. So He's do you think that – He's sending him back wrestling once a week. You cannot get better wrestling once a week. You have to practice. you got to be in shape. Keith Lee looks like he put on 25 pounds of fat. And, and, and I'm going to agree with you. The fans may want these type of people like Keith Lee to be pushed. But when I've watched him, not necessarily in the ring, like you're the wrestler, you can pay more attention to that. Dude, the guy, just his camera presence, he's out of place a lot on TV. His promos are weak, and I felt that he wasn't ready. I was calling it the first day he was on the main roster. Like, who is this guy, a preacher, a sermon? What's he doing? And then to boot, guys, to boot, right? You talk about Otis. Otis was nowhere near ready to be anywhere near a money in the bank or nothing, right? And then he was too busy doing TikTok with Nia Jack being a goofball. That's right. Otis is now the TikToker. Right? And what did he look? He looks like he put on 30 or 40 pounds. But guess who's in fa- who's in Vince McMahon's good graces? Now, this is so funny because you know how Roman got crapped on for years when he was Vince's guy. Now everybody loves him because he's different as a heel. People all of a sudden, while he was this guy I'm going to talk about was in NXT. People loved him. They loved when he te- teamed with Pete Dunn as a tag team. Now he's on the main roster, and he's being really goofy, probably per Vince McMahon with the bro. So I like to say stupid riddles that don't make sense, bro. But I'm not sitting there really criticizing him because guess what? His in-ring work is good. He's actually in Vince McMahon's good graces. So what do you think about that, Matt Riddle? They Guys? The WWE is limited on talent. Now, you talk about bodies. I mean, Riddle, he, he does have a, he does have a decent body. I think he's a little on the slim side. He's like UFC fighters. He didn't get that wrestler bulk. That's right. his issue. But he's still, if you he look at him as a good. fighter, yeah. No, no, no disrespect to him. Guy, the guy came up through the ranks. He did his thing. But when you don't have much talent to work with, you gotta be you, you gotta pick somebody, right? Now, off the record, and whatever he's whatever he's he's involved in out of wrestling, maybe that has derailed him a little bit. Okay, de pushed him. But when you look at what we have, we don't have much. You're going back to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn again. Yeah, I, I get, yeah. I mean, it all Riddle has to do, he doesn't have to be a surfer or fast times from Ridgemont High, you know, like stoner. He just needs to be the cocky fighter, guy guy from the UFC that once had the record for most strikes landed, thrown, I think, and landed in, 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 a, in a fight. He just needs to be the guy that says, I'm tougher than everybody and calls people out. And then they book him against Goldberg, book him against Lesnar. And even if he gets his ass kicked, people will want to see him Get his ass kicked. That that's where Riddle's money should be made. But do you know what the but do you know what the problem is with WWE? I'm going to tell you a lot. I'll, I'll sit here and wait. Go take it now, away. ECW, right? I came in a skull bone crush. Mm-hmm. They said Vito, we need to drop the German gimmick. He said, why don't you just be 
you know, Vito, Vito the Skull LaGrasso from Staten Island, New York. I said, okay. Came out with the sweatsuit, the hat, and stuff. And I said, I stood there with swag. You know what I mean? Like Staten Island swag. I'm gonna, I'm the toughest son of a bitch in the five boroughs. I will kick the shit out of you. Go ahead and bring it. You knew I was in the ring. I was gonna work hard. I brought it, I brought it every night. When you go to Big Vito in WCW, I had swag. I had that toughness, that cockiness, that arrogance that I was going to bust your ass, whether it was Ric Flair, Hogan, Sting, Nash, Steiner, anybody in there. I went in there, and I was Vito LaGrasso from Staten Island, New York, Big Vito, kicking the shit out of these guys. Namer, big time, it didn't nothing. You were a man against man, even against Goldberg. Hey, I gave it my best shot. I attacked, he speared, cool. I didn't look like a putz, but I looked like somebody who wanted to kick his ass, all right? When you're talking about today's wrestlers, they try to make you be something you're not. Granted, there are gimmicks. When they gave me the gimmick of saying, do you want to wear a dress? Be the toughest man to wear a dress. I didn't have to change being tough. I just changed my outfit. Hell of a job, too, there, Vito. Whether that was a rib to you or not, man, you said, F you, boom. People That's cheered. It. People cheered. And the people cheered, they liked it. So when I smile, Vito, you lit up the room. Start smiling some more. I says, I'm sorry, I smile. No, 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 we want you to smile. Okay, come out, be happy, and kick the shit out of guys. People say, how cool, you well, ruined your career. Really? Dusty Rhodes, oozing charisma. They gave him polka dots, people. They made him a common man. They put him with a black woman to mock him because they thought he was ghetto. He got it over. She was over. Sapphire was one of my favorites. And then they turned her against him and she joined the Million Dollar Man. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so how to use people. That's what we're missing in wrestling. Speaking of which. Go ahead. Zeus passed away. 62, young. I, I, and it might have been COVID and complications from it. I don't know the details. But, I, you know, you look back at him as an actor, a Hollywood guy coming into the business. He was in No Holds Barred with Hogan. Dude, just the way they built those Summer Slams, I think it was Hogan and, and Beefcake and, and Liz was on their side at the time because Savage was with Sherry and then he got Zeus. That's how you sold major events. And, dude, he was part of some great, great stuff, even though he wasn't really, you know, known for wrestling because he was just a big guy and actor. Any thoughts on the passing of Zeus? I thought what he did in the wrestling business uh, at SummerSlam and in those big matches he was in, that was awesome, iconic. You know, No Holds Barred was a really bad movie, but hey, it was still a movie. So thoughts on, on that? Now, he came out and he portrayed a character, right? Yes. Okay. He did an excellent job as a character. Yeah, I was afraid of him as a kid. All right. Now, and then Zeus did a couple movies with Ice Cube, if we remember. Fridays, yep. Fridays. And yeah, I think there was another one, right? But when he was in the movies, you say, oh, man, that cool stuff. You seeing him and doing other things, cool stuff. He did the WrestleMania. That was a character. That was a gimmick against Hulk Hogan, which was another gimmick. Didn't weren't they on a tag team? Wasn't it? Uh, what was the what was the main? What was that? What was the main event there? Was Zeus? Zeus and Savage. 
Zeus and Savage was it? Hogan and Beefcake. And then Hogan Sherry and, and, and Liz were in the opposite corners, I believe. Okay. Very iconic. Great time of wrestling, man. All right. So you're talking about like times when there were gimmicks, right? You know, and you talk about Adrian Adonis. You could say what you want about Adrian Adonis, but that guy was probably one of the toughest shooters you ever were around. Wore a dress, wore a hat, came out, flaming, lipstick, whatever. That's another great gimmick, right? Brutus Beefcake, the honky-tonk man. That's a gimmick, right? Rick Rude, like a male stripper. I mean, you know, more or less, that was a gimmick. But but you're talking about gimmicks, right? And when you talk about these things, that's what wrestling was. Today, all these guys look like you couldn't tell them apart if they were shopping at Walmart. It's a great point. You couldn't tell them apart if they all were on a cruise. They would all blend in. Their bodies are nothing to be, you know, there's no great bodies there. There's a couple of guys who stand out, but for the most most part, everybody's average. Now, Vito, um, Dizzy Pigeon 504 in the chat is asking, who do you think has the best gimmick? I guess you can say from the past and then currently present, which probably will be hard to pick because who has a gimmick today? All right, let's look at gimmicks, guys. Gimmicks in the WWE. Now, I'm not an avid watcher of the WWE. I'm just going to try to say gimmick-wise, okay? Sasha Banks is entertaining. You know when she's out there, she's the baddest bitch, right? Saw a lot of skin on SmackDown this past Friday, Vito, just by the way. Okay, I have to look at the clip. (laughs) When you talk about gimmicks the fiend is a gimmick funhouse the mask awesome alexa bliss accompanying the fiend it's a good mix right oh that was my alexa (laughs) anyway um let's talk about um Gimmicks, right? The well, yeah, theme. I can't think of many gimmick gimmicks. No, I'm not going to say Orange Cassidy. Like, you know what I mean? No. But then when you look at the rest of the rock, now they turned Roman Reigns into a gimmick. They turned him into a tribal leader. The New Day was a gimmick, yeah. but it's old. Roman's at least something now because he's, right. he's, he's doing something. something consistent, yes. Right. Paul Heyman is an advocate. We know he's an advocate. He never loses that. That's his established gimmick. Let's flip the side and let's go to AEW, right? Gimmicks. They have that guy who wears a mask who's a dinosaur or something. Luchasaurus. I think he's he's terrible. I think he's terrible. Take the mask off. Just just dump the whole thing. All right. Then is gimmick-wise. Now, Chris Jericho portrays an aging rock star, yes. does the whole thing. Yeah. Whether he does yeah. it unintentionally or not, it's brilliant. Ever since he went to Japan, he was the Western right. aging rock star that went over there to tour at a later age. That's that's what I call it. Right. So then he changed <laughs> his body, yeah. made it look like what it was. Because there, you know, I you know, I was always Chris Jericho always looked good when he changed yeah, and he does changed his body. yoga. Exactly. And watch, he'll probably look good again. You watch, he'll do his transformation one more time, probably. Now, you talk about gimmicks, you talk about, okay, they just got back Sting. 
Sting is a gimmick. Sting is an icon. Sting brings ratings. Sting makes you watch. Vicky Guerrero was a gimmick when she was the general manager of Raw and SmackDown. She was a bitch. She was a damn good bitch, right? And they scaled it down. So when you talk about gimmicks. Oh, AEW fans would say Orange Cassidy, the, the nonchalant, I don't care gimmick. Uh-uh. It's not flying with me. If he was a manager, maybe, that came out with his people and didn't care, maybe I would reconsider it. Not as a worker. You know, when when uh, what was the name of the tech? Machine Guns, those two big guys who came out. And they were with um, the AOP. Rowan, Rollins. Who did the you AOP. guys do with Rollins? Offers of Pain. Are you talking about those guys? Right. They were a gimmick. Then they had the machine gun guys who had Paul Lettering as a manager. Well, I, I thought it was Authors of Pain, the big, the two big like yeah. Colombian guys or whatever. Now they look, they look like something. Yeah. They really did. And I was like, okay, these guys could look like wrestlers. Then they have a couple other guys who are big guys. I don't, I'm not sure their name, but they roll, they flip, and these guys are 300 pounds plus. You know who I'm talking about? They come out with the uh, uh, the horns, something. I don't know. I can't think of their name, guy. Like oh, I said, the, one's injured. The Viking Raiders or whatever. There you they go. There you them. go. Dude, one guy's out. He had a serious neck injury from doing a dive. Right. So big guys are not supposed to do dives. Let's establish that. When you're 300 pounds, keep it in ring. But that's another thing of the wrestling business. Big guys did big things. They don't do these lucha stuff. It's terrible. I hope you're listening, Vince McMahon. Stop making your big guys be luchas and make them be big guys. Make them be the Scott Halls, the Kevin Nashes. Those guys were the big King guys. Bundies. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You know, but like, okay, you got oh, you you used Otis in a romantic thing that was a bomb. Turned out to be stupid, right? It did get a little. You hot shot it. The guy got lazy. He became a goof. And I said, when the, don't do TikToks with Nia Jack. You're gonna ruin your gimmick. I said this. I called it. And what happened? Bada bing, oh. bada boom. Yeah, Go people on. are like, you know, if Keith Lee and Otis have to go back twice a week to the. PC to get training. What are they doing with Nia Jack? Somebody somebody did mention that because her name was not mentioned in having to go back. Now, I think they might have done that in the past with her right. and made her go do that. So maybe she already had her time where she had to do that. And it just so kind of went more. We have, we have a, a, somebody in the chat here. He goes, how often did Vito do a dive in the ring? I did a diving headbutt and I did an elbow drop, right? When I had to leave my feet, I went through a table with somebody. And wasn't the elbow the finish? Elbow was the finisher, right? So you're talking about jumping off a table, jumping off the ropes, going outside through a table, inside the ring. I never did nothing where I was lost my head or did something where I was going to injure myself. I did things safe, okay? That is where I did things. I did them safely. But I wasn't an overly big guy. I wasn't 300 pounds, I was in the 250, 275 range in WCW. I was lighter in the WWE. In ECW, I probably threw probably one of the best elbows you'll ever see when I skyrocketed to the moon and came down when it was the Baldies against uh, New Jack Balls and Axel, right? 
and you saw me spring up. You know, I had it going on and everything. Well, you talk about throwing the elbow, reaching the stars, people reaching the stars. Dude, Vito, many memories, many memories. And it's all available on the WWE Network, and Vito gets no dimes for that. For $9.99, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, you want to know something? All right. I'm going to say this, okay? I don't make any money from it, but here's the but. Here's where we we, we, we separate the men from the boys, and you put your crying towel away. If you do want to watch all my old stuff, go there. They have it there. They have everything there, right? Go and enjoy it, guys. It's $9.99 you're paying for it. You know what? Go and enjoy my stuff. If you're a big Vito fan, go there and watch it. And enjoy then go it. buy his merch, and that'll help give him what WWE won't. So. Right. So you're talking about all this stuff, guys, but you know what? I'm not bitter towards it, but I have a legacy going past. That started in 1991. Yep. Where the Undertaker was bagging people, where the Rockers were born, where the British Bulldog and Bret Hart and High Energy and Mike Sharp and all the greats were. And I started in that era. So you know how you were talking about big guys and keeping limited on what they can do, let the little guys do all the right. flying? And this parlays into this topic, which we can just briefly talk about. Jim Ross ranted about having to call the same spots for every match and wrestlers overlapping and matches not feeling unique. And it's like, tell me if I'm wrong. The stories I've heard, when there's a card, the wrestlers would make sure they've all talked with each other, even if they weren't in the match, just to make sure they didn't do something that someone else was going to do, especially if they were a bigger name in their match to take their spot away. That does not happen anymore. So can you elaborate on that? And does Jim Ross have the right to say, which I think he does, um, the, the, he Guys, can't stand calling these matches. The rule is watch the monitor. Watch the monitor. It is the thing you do. Watch the monitor. Do not wear matching trunks and watch the monitor. There is a reason why they made you sit there. There is a reason why they made you watch every single match. So you did not duplicate anything or any spots that anybody else did. Make sense? Nobody yep. does it today because those rules are not practiced because everybody's a freaking diving lucha. Yeah, Jim Ross, trust me, the way he used to call matches in the Attitude Era, I, I understand, like, he has to be miserable trying to call these matches today. You know, just... And now, guys, some, punk, some punk in the chat said virtue should be thrown from the top rope to the outside and no one catch him. Well, what? about a year ago, Vito walked out with my group at an indie show right here in Cleveland, Ohio, and we were supposed to conquer the night, conquer the world. Went to a Cavs game, went out to a dive bar and everything. And what does Vito do so he can make sure all the fans go home happy and he can sell his merchandise? He decides, no, you're dirty, Virtue. And he pulls me. I'm standing up on the apron, and he pulls me down, and my head smacks the apron. So there you go, some punk. That video footage is out there somewhere. Virtue, I was wearing sunglasses. I got the wrong guy. I'm sorry. Now, if you want to go on Instagram, at the Big Vito brand, go to the Big Vito brand. Go to BigVito.com. You want to see matches? You want to see pictures? You want to see my stuff? Go to these places. 
Virtue, we got 39 minutes in. Let's close the show. We got I got nothing to say. I think I covered everything. Virtue, take it away, brother. And this is awesome. Sometimes we don't get through all the topics I've written down. That's that's when you know you have a great show because you, you can save stuff for the next discussion. So another great show. I love doing these with you. The chat was very interactive, asking you questions. You can follow Vito on Twitter at the Big Vito Brand. You can follow me on Twitter at NoDQ underscore Virtue. And guess what? We'll be back again, and we'll do this next week, and we'll talk about sports, wrestling, Mike Tyson, Sasha Banks wearing skimpy clothes, you name it, but we'll talk about it. So for Big Vito, I am Virtue. This has been Getting Color right here on the BigVitoBrand.com. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. All right, guys. Thank you very much in the chat. Have a great night. Bye-bye. So for Big Vito LaGrasso, I am Virtue. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.